We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Thank you for joining us today here for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. And this is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. And I am privileged to be able to pastor the great people of the Tiftonia Baptist Church right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, we'd love you if you're ever traveling this way, we'd love to have you come and visit with us. Uh, we have a website, obviously, and also we're on Sermon Audio and we have a Facebook page. And as most churches today, because of everything that's happened in the last two years, we have online services that we stream live Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. And uh, we'd love for you to join us. And if we can just, um, uh, just, provide resources for folks to be helpful. You know, uh, we live in a day where uh, it's just so easy to be discouraged, stay discouraged. Uh, had someone text me the other day and said it's hard. Um, it's so easy to be discouraged when life uh, does not seem normal. You know, and I, I think that would be a pretty good uh, uh, pretty good explanation or pretty good definition of what kind of has, uh, or description of what has happened in these last two years. Life is certainly became a little bit abnormal, and uh, there's so much sickness and things going around, but uh, we're just trying to provide resources and tools uh, for people to stay to, to stay encouraged. And if you're out there today and you're a Christian, uh, to be quite honest, as a Christian, uh, we ought to be different than the world. Uh, there ought to be such a stark contrast between a lost person and a saved person, but, you know, we're human, and we struggle just like everybody else, but we have a hope and the Lord Jesus Christ, and we have a story uh, that we know the Lord Jesus, and he makes such a difference in our life, it ought to make a difference in our outlook in life, and we need to enjoy the journey, and uh, we're going to enjoy the destination, no doubt about it, but I'm concerned that there's so many Christians not enjoying the journey, and uh, let's enjoy the journey, amen. Uh, we've been dealing with a subject in the last episode just simply on forgiveness and restoration. We've taken the text out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 where the Lord tells us very clearly that he has given us a ministry of reconciliation. The Bible says right here in verse 18, And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And I wanted to deal with this subject because in 25 years of ministry, I think we've always misunderstood forgiveness. Like we've made forgiveness the goal. Like, okay, well, you've got to forgive me. Well, you do need to forgive. We should forgive because God has forgiven us for Christ's sake. And that's the same motive why we should forgive others is for Christ's sake. Because we have been forgiven, we should forgive others. And when we think about also not only forgiveness, but the Lord tells us that he's reconciled us. So that's the goal. He, he not only just forgave us, say, okay, now, Mark, I've forgiven you. No, he's forgiven us so our relationship can be stronger. And so let's take that same, that same truth and put it in our human relationships. And I've been in it long enough to where I've heard people say, well, I'll forgive you. Well, then that relationship is really never better. It really has become weaker. It, it provides a, a, you know, maybe a sore spot there, or there's something there that just continues to make that relationship weaker. 
when you truly forgive, you're forgiving because the goal is you want to restore the relationship and make it stronger. See, when the Lord forgave us, he didn't leave us. He forgave us so that our relationship could be stronger. That's the goal. So I hope you understand that. And we looked at the steps in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, we know, based on the passage that I read on the last episode, that someone had 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 failed. Someone had hurt somebody. Someone had, had sinned. Because the Bible says, sufficient to such a man is this punishment, which was inflicted of many. So in other words, whatever he did hurt a lot of people. But he said he's, he, he has that punishment. Then the Bible says, so that contrary-wise, you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, lest perhaps such one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. See, we don't want someone. If someone has failed, if you love someone and you've forgiven someone, you don't want to keep pouring that on them to make them feel like they're absolutely overcome by sorrow and there's no use. That's exactly what he's saying here. So what does he tell us to do? He said, well, number one, you have to provide forgiveness. Now that goes against our grain. But I, I do know this, forgiveness is not a right. It's an undeserved blessing. But forgiveness is also not forgetting. It is remembering that you forgave. I want you to get that down. You know, someone says, well, I forgave you, but then every little whip stitch you bring it up, well, then you've not forgiven that person. Because if you continue to bring that offense up, you're certainly not str- strengthening the relationship. So it's remembering to forget that you have forgiven. You know, a little humor here, but, you know, if, if someone did something to my body and, you know, and hurt me and I have a scar there, if I took my, let's say it was on my, my upper arm, I took my shirt, or I rolled my sleeve up, you see the Band-Aid or you see the hurt there. There's a scar there. You know, my body is going to remember that because I'm going to see it. But I will promise you this, my flesh and the devil will never want to forgive that. They'll always They'll always look at that scar and say, oh, my, look what has been done. No, forgiveness is for remembering that we have forgiving. We have to provide forgiveness if we want to reconcile a relationship. And by the way, one of the things that we we deal with in human relationships is sometimes people don't want the relationship to be any stronger. But if that relationship is going to be stronger and there's been an offense, and by the way, everyone is capable of hurting someone. It's in all of us. You're not going to be in a marriage. You're not going to be in a relationship that it takes two to tango. But a lot of times people just want to deal with what someone else has done. But if you really, really want for that relationship to be where it needs to be and for it to be strengthened, there has to be forgiveness. And then the Bible tells us in verse 7, the next step is you have to provide comfort. Now think about that. Uh, They need comfort. Someone has sinned. Someone has failed you. He said, look, this person has failed. They've sinned. They've hurt many. But don't keep pouring it on them. What do you want, blood? I mean, that's basically what Paul's asking here. He says, what do you want, blood? What do you want to do? Do you want to string this man and hang him up? Or because he has repented, because he does know that he's wrong, then you need to forgive him. And number two, you need to provide comfort for him. Think about that. How can we provide comfort? We need to provide comfort with prayer and words of encouragement. Provide comfort. Provide strength. Here's another word that that will comfort him. Let him know there's hope. Let her know or him know that it's failed you. There's hope. Don't keep kicking them down. 
You know, if you tell someone you forgive someone, then forgive them. Let the Holy Spirit of God aid you in forgiving that person. Remember to forget and then provide comfort. You don't want that person to be hurt and to live with that the rest of their life. Provide comfort. Why? Because you do not want them to be overcome in sorrow. So we see we should provide forgiveness. We should provide comfort. Why? Because we want to restore the relationship. Then provide love. You know, the Bible tells us charity never faileth. Think of this. You know, I, I'm going to bring something up personal. You know, it's amazing. There's been times, you know, someone has called me and they and they wanted to restore a relationship. But I've learned they really didn't want to restore a relationship. Because if you're going to restore a relationship, you have to understand that it takes two to tango. And I can sit there and tell that person I'm sorry. And I can tell them, look, let's move on. I have failed. I want you to forgive me. But look. What has to happen there? Love has to kick in. <laughs> now, let's just take a biblical principle on that. Let's think of the prodigal son. Okay, the prodigal son was guilty. He took his father's money. He wanted his inheritance. He went, and he went off to the faraway country, and he hurt his father. He failed his father. And when the son finally came to himself, he came back, and he came running. And here's what's amazing. He did say to his father that I have sinned against you. But ever before he got those words out, here's what's beautiful. And, of course, this is a beautiful picture of our Heavenly Father. The father seen the son a long way off. And before he ever heard a word of his son, here's what's amazing. That father had already determined in his heart that he was going to forgive him, no matter what. You know why? Because he loved him. Charity never faileth. God help us never to kill the wounded. Now, by the way, in that same conversation, the person that called, they had failure. And because of that failure, and not because that I hadn't forgiven him for that failure, but there were things that you learn from those things and you want to move on. But the truth is that failure does not define that relationship. We are very much willing to forgive and to understand people's weaknesses. And to be quite honest, if the person would let me, I could love him just as much before the offenses. That's certainly what God has done. Look, we're not going to live in this life without people failing us and hurting us. And by the way, I've hurt many. But I am so thankful for forgiveness. When we understand forgiveness is a step, not the goal. Forgiveness is the step so that our relationship can be better than before. It's certainly the way God views us. I am so thankful that he has forgiven us. He reconciled us. Now he tells us he has given us a ministry of reconciliation. God help us. I hope this has been helpful to you. Probably the most powerful little thing that I think has helped me through all of this is forgiveness is not the goal. It is a step reconciliation, making the relationship better, even though there has been failures, is what's so beautiful because God has certainly reconciled us. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.